0: episode 67 of the bd radio podcast thank you guys for hanging out with us um this is your co-host cam alongside me as always ron aka Groobs, aka the goat how are you man
1: kind of tired uh stayed up watched a little bit of that lakers game until about 12 30 and then i said fuck it and apparently that's when all the crazy shit happened and then i went to the gym today actually worked out pretty hard and i'm pretty tired I feel that dude. I just got done doing legs and I'm gassed. Yeah, deadlifted, so not fun. Oof. I always
0: enjoyed deadlift.
1: I did too, but I'm always tired after. So yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. takes a lot out of you.
0: I feel like there's it takes a certain amount of a certain number of months until you enjoy being that tired.
1: Yeah. I just gotta get back in the swing of things. I got lazy for the last two or three weeks. That's just what happens to me. I'll do good good for six weeks and then bad for two or three. I don't know. All I know is I saw a video of myself playing cornhole on Sunday and I was like, oh, gotta do some work.
0: Trust me, bud. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Big time.
1: Well, hey, all in all, having a great day. That's important. Yeah.
0: I I'll, um, I'll tell you what I told what I'm telling everybody now is I heard Joe Rogan say, um, they were talking about that. They were, he was talking to that Ethan Soupley. You remember that f- yeah. f- super fat. Like Lyman on fucking Remember the Titans. Yeah, and like he lost funnier- a
1: shit ton of weight. Yeah,
0: yeah, in great shape now, um, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. And um he's big on nutrition and exercise now. Well, he was on that podcast and they were just talking, and Joe put it this way, it was it was actually it really resonated with me personally. It was like I he says that I do hard things every day. And he said that I he said that he tries to do things that he genuinely doesn't want to do every day because he knows that the things that he doesn't want to do are beneficial. And I was just like, holy shit, that's a great way to look at it. Hey, man, do things you don't want to do every day because it's weird, but humanity loves to, to not do things that are beneficial for itself, like the human body.
1: We just it's, like to be lazy.
0: They love to, like, st- and they put it this way too, they, they love to store fat because your body... I mean, back in what thir- twelve hundred BC, you know, I mean, people were just grinding to get food, you know, grinding right. to get food and water and all that shit. So your body, we haven't evolved out of that phase yet. So it's just like it's wanting to store as much fat as possible in the off chance that we go through a famine. When the right. reality is, that's probably not going to happen for a pretty long time. I mean, uh, yeah, let's hope not. At least if it does, then we're Fingers doing crossed. it. Then we're doing it wrong governmentally. So, um. It's uh so that's dude. I look at it that way, and it's just like today. Like yesterday was supposed to be my leg day. I couldn't get in there because I had to go to a de- the dentist. But um, I uh said, you know what? Today I don't want to do leg day because Saturday we're going to play disc golf, and I don't want to feel terrible and play terrible. But then I was like, hey man, stop being a bitch, you know? <laughs> hey dude, you're being a bitch. Get in the gym and work out. You look like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> so here I am fresh off a of leg day feeling terrible but I know that it's gonna make me feel better and I'm all these I'm only the, I'm on all the the right supplements and stuff and and uh we're on the right track dude we're on the right track just, and hey, I refuse give you some glutamine I refuse to, to to stray from the course i, I literally
1: refuse yeah well just on that subject you know one thing that they everybody tells you is super beneficial that I just I refuse to do it, not because I don't want to. It's just so damn time consuming and I don't have the time and I just don't have the time to do it. It's fucking stretching. I don't have fucking time to do stretches.
0: Dude, you think that, but while we're doing this podcast, you could be doing stretching.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not close to a mic when I'm stretching. So. all I'm
0: saying is, dude, you got a boom mic, you can pull it down onto the ground, and you can literally spread those legs, bud, and get just those, do some downward just, dogs. Just just knock out some quality stretches. I'm with you. First off, we're on the same page. Stretching is more miserable to me than any working extra workout exercise on the yeah. planet.
1: A hundred percent
0: on the planet, I hate it. I didn't even do it that much, and honestly, and when I was at South, and because of the last three or four minutes of each exercise or of each workout, we would get those 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 sticks and right. and we would stretch and we do the thing where you 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 lift your foot Long up behind world. you and and. And you put it on the wall, and then you hold the stick up in the air, so you don't have any like you don't have any prop, and you stretch your quads. And bro, I'm one of the more I'm one of the least flexible guys I know for sure.
1: One hundred percent. Oh, my hips are so stiff.
0: Exactly, dude. It is rough, but that's also a reason why I'm doing super deep, high rep, relatively lower weight at, squats for the next few months to kind of. Str- Flex, like you know, give, my, give me some flexion in my hips, but yeah, dude. Um, I refuse to be fat any longer. I'm not doing it, I'm not doing fat anymore. I swear to God, I'm not doing it, I, I'm just not going to be fat. I can't do it. it I, you feel bad, you look bad, you look even worse than you feel. For everybody out there that is under or overweight that's listening to this podcast, let me fill you in on something because everybody that's overweight feels the exact same way. You look Worse than you feel. You know how you feel bad? You look even worse. Even if you don't, hey, even if you don't, if you take that mentality into the gym, you're gonna get some shit done. At least that's what motivates me. Dude, I will wear shit. Literally, I will wear shit I have no business wearing in the gym. You know, like those, those, those like string shirts with the the string tank tops that make you look yoked. Dude, I'm wearing one at least. Three times too small, three times a week, because (laughs) I look terrible in it. But also, it's just like I'm in there to where I once I can fit in that, I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's a goal. Exactly. Hey man, you're looking in the mirror. You look terrible, and you're just like, "Fucking god, I can't believe I look this bad." It just fires me up. That dude. That that's what motivates me. I motivate myself by just looking poorly, and (laughs) and and I know. That I look really bad, and hey, I'm cool with that. You know why? Because I'm not going too soon, and I'm fine with that. And we're gonna keep grinding. You know?
1: Yeah, it just sucks because I like I know if I could do one thing, one thing, I'd lose five five pounds, and I'd stop drinking, and it's just not gonna happen.
0: You don't have to stop drinking. You got to stop drinking what you're drinking. Yeah, it's beer. You know what I'm saying? Beer. Hey, beer's heavy, bud.
1: Beer's great though.
0: Beer is heavy. I will. I don't disagree, dude. I, I love a summer shandy it's just more than anybody. a
1: lot of calories, baby. It's just a
0: calorie intake. Even yeah. McUltra's, even though they're only 100 calories, buddy, if you're drinking you're drinking a, a, a dozen, that's 1,200 calories. Exactly. 1,200 calories is a lunch.
1: Is a hefty lunch. Hey, it's only, you know, 24 carbs, but 1,200 calories right there. They'll put you on your ass. Yeah. Where are you going to burn those 1,200 calories? You know, it's not going to be you on the on a the 1, boat. 1,000 calories burned. You better walk 10,000 steps and work out. You better
0: swim beside the boat instead of sitting yeah. on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. if you're going to be drinking those dozen.
1: Exactly. It's tough, dude. It's super tough. <laughs> and by tough. then you're just sober.
0: So what what's is, the point of that? What is the calorie intake? Guys, by the way, we're not doing an intro song and you'll see why in a minute. Um, we're just diving right in and, and Ryan don't even know this, but this is what we're doing. Uh what I mean, is I the, figured
1: this is what we we're doing. We're like five minutes in.
0: Yeah. What <laughs> is, what is the calorie burn? What is the uh, sorry, what is the calorie like the nutrient nutrient like little tag on Tito's? Let me look at Tito's. Tito's wait, Tito, yeah. Tito's what, vodka how many calories. Are in Tito's? Yeah, Tito's vodka, um,
1: calories. Yeah, because I used to do Tito's water and then put some like no calorie mio in there. Oh, wait. Dangerous okay. though. Put you okay. Okay.
0: So there are seventy calories in a shot of Tito's, roughly. Wait, then it says fifty nine calories. What? Okay, so an ounce. Per ounce of Tito's, there's 59 calories. But listen to this: there's zero calories from fat, zero grams of fat. What about carbs? What about the check?
2: Um.
0: Of course they would lock it, and you got to sign up for a fucking yeah, membership. Yeah, fuck that. Hey man, fuck off. <laughs> um calorie, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Fatsecret.com, huh? They give me the whole tag. So I don't even see carbs isn't even an option. Zero grams of carbs, zero protein, zero fat, um, zero sodium. I'm mean, you're talking about just pure you just just pure true blue vodka, bud. That is yeah. what vod that's you what he does.
1: Unless I'm doing a drink of vodka. Even then, I just, I don't like vodka. Like, if I'm going to be taking shots or something, it's going to be tequila. You don't, man.
0: But also, it's just, like, risk-reward. Or not really, it's just, like, cost-benefit analysis. You look at it from a business standpoint. Would you rather look good?
1: And rip tequila shots?
0: Would you rather, would you? All right, so actually, there's there's three positions here, in my opinion. Maybe not in the real world, but in my opinion, this is how I see it. Would you rather look great and drink... Low Never. calorie alcohol all the time. Look good. Have a mixture of some drinks with moderation or not look very good and drink whatever you want and have a great time. A silly good time. Probably the middle one. Yeah, so we got to find that middle ground. I don't know the middle ground. I'm not going to pretend like I know the middle ground. I'm saying there might be a middle ground that we ne- we might need to look into, you know?
1: Maybe it's just dial the fuck back. Moderation
0: really is definitely key. That is for sure. I'm on this. Uh, I'm drinking one of these. So one I don't of these. Know what that is. One of these. It's just a little smoothie that you that you can get from uh from my gym that I go to uh, every every after workouts and shit. And um, it's got a bunch of good shit in it. And I was like, why don't I do this? Decrease the size of my portioning for dinner because this has got calories into in as well. It already kind of makes you feel full. Yeah, yeah. You can. Moderate the size of sizes of your meals with one of these every day, as opposed to buying an energy energy drink or in a me, or a BCAA, um, you know, hybrid at while you work out. Because right. I don't need no damn motivation to get in the gym, bud. When I get in the gym, I'm gonna grind. It's just a matter of right. getting to the fucking gym. That's the problem.
1: Hey, I don't need no pre workout. Exactly. I need pre workout. Exactly, that shit just makes me feel. T- it
0: makes me feel bad, and it's just like, I hey just, man, yeah. I'm gonna get in there and grind. If, if you get me to the gym. I'm going to beat that right. gym's ass. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a matter of getting my fat, lazy ass to the gym. That is <laughs> yeah. the hardest part, getting to the gym. So I've been doing that, and it moderates my meals and my portioning. And, hey, I feel great. I'll be honest with you. I feel really, really there good. There we go. Hey, and I'm on, I'm, I'm on all the good subs. We're doing it right, bro. I'm doing it right, and I'm not wavering from the course until I look good. Until I look presentable. And presentable, there's a standard, Okay. I set the standard pretty high. How many abs high. are we talking about? Huh?
1: How many abs are we talking about?
0: Oh, four max, four and a half. Okay. I never had great abs. My diet was always S. Always. <laughs> never had great abs, but I did hey, look good.
1: Pro tip, pro tip if you actually work your abs, they'll get bigger, like stronger, bigger, of course. And then you don't have to be as, like, less fat. Your body mass index doesn't have to be as low to see them. That's true. That's super true. So little, actually, little shortcut actually, for you guys.
0: Yeah, a little shortcut. Literally just exercise your fucking core. I superset yeah. every exercise that I do in the gym with a core workout. Every
1: exercise. That's actually pretty my, smart. I my, my,
0: core, don't do it. my core is gassed by the second legitimate exercise. Jeez. I did, dude. I supersetted squats today with my core, and I thought my back was gonna
1: explode. <laughs> Hey, is there's nothing worse than lower back pain?
0: Hey, thought my back—there's nothing worse. Thought my back was gonna explode, bro. You know, <laughs> gonna just flat out explode, dude.
1: Dude, that's me every day. I don't want to talk about it.
0: So, so, but nonetheless, dude, my core is gonna be get it right, get it tight, bud. I'm getting these, I'm getting these little these handles on the sides on my sides. I'm getting them gone. They're getting out of there, dude. I'm out of I'm done. I I don't like feeling it. I don't like sitting down and feeling my gut on my belt. I don't like doing it, dude. that's the worst. It's a bad feeling. I'm over it. I'm done with it, dude. Fuck that, dude. No. No, sir. Not for me, buddy. What I'm going to have to do, though, is get a liver supplement to keep my liver in check. Because I'm taking CLA and L-carnitine, and they just rip your liver if you take it enough. I don't know what that is. CLA, it's um, it's actually I don't want to butcher this, but in summary, it is fat. So it's it's fat, but it's the good fats, and these good fats go to the bad fats, and they burn. So when that and when the good fats burn, the bad fat's going to burn alongside it. So it goes directly to these fattier areas: your love handles, your lower abdomen, your your under your cheek, your butt cheek area. You know, like. Like your 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 armpit, you the side of yeah. your, your titty area, you know what I'm saying? Like those areas, it attacks those, like your face, it attacks your 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 under your under chin area and your and your jowls. And um, I'm taking that, but it also it puts some it puts some strain on the whole live, you know what I'm saying? But also uh, L hey. carnitine does the same thing, but that also boosts your metabolism, it also heightens your energy, um, it 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 but it, it gets your blood flowing better and you take that before your workouts and it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a pre-workout but with all the stupid additive bullshit caffeine. that's unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? No caffeine. Yeah, so I'm on L-carnitine and CLA right now and I'm also on a multivitamin that's that's for energy and um and uh metabolism support. So um it's it's super awesome too and it's got it's way better than your Centrum one-a-day bullshit you can get at Walmart. It's yeah. actually got all of the nutrients that are that's necessary to sustain a quality diet. And uh, I'm excited about that, too. And I refuse to get off of it and until I I'll, I'll feel good, you know? And guess what? That's going to be a very long time because I haven't felt good in three years since I left college. Because college, I was in excellent shape,
1: you know? Dude, it was impossible to be fat in college. Literally. With all the shit that we did. Exactly. Even running. with our drinking that we did. Dude, we were burning 3,500 be calories before 4 p.m., you know? like Before, oh, my God, before we even ate dinner.
0: It was nuts. It was ridiculous. You could literally eat a tub of butter and be fine.
1: Yeah. Legitimately. And we still have, hey, sorry, guys, but we still have some of y'all were fucking fat.
0: 100%. 100%.
1: You fat fucks.
0: 100%. So, guys, listen, I know it's difficult to get in the gym. Trust me. I'm right there with you, bud. But if you can figure it out, if you can figure out a way to get your lazy ass to the gym, you've already done the hardest part. You don't even yeah. have to go in there if you're just starting out. You don't even have to go in there and work super hard. What you want to do is get in there and work your way up slowly and trick your mind into understanding what it's doing and getting used to feeling a resistance when you're moving. You don't even have to do a bunch of weight. you got to get your body used to moving a little bit of weight over time and slowly but surely you'll start gaining that rationalization in your brain saying, hey, this isn't too hard. Oh, this isn't bad because you're getting used to the resistance. You're getting used to getting a little bit tired. And before you know it, you're going to be chilling. You know, you can be like, oh, cool. This is a lot of fun. And you, you'll you'll start figuring it out. But it's difficult, man. It's super difficult to not be fat in today's age. 100%.
1: <laughs> 100%. All right. Since that might be the most relatable thing we've ever talked about, let's go ahead and just dive on in 17 minutes later.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Cam, right.
1: if you want to start us off, go ahead.
0: Okay, so, guys, what we're going to do today, pretty simple. Pretty simple pod, you know, classic us, shooting the shit. But –
1: uh, every time. Um, if you guys don't know that by now, yeah, I don't know what then, you're
0: doing. Then whatever. Guys, if you're brand new, thank you for listening. If you're still around, thank you for listening. Um, if you're loyal, if you're loyal to the brand and you love what you're doing, and you've been around since day one, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Episode 67. It's a special one for me because I got a release coming up in a week. It is a musical release, babies. And it is song number four. It is called This Town, and I'm extremely excited about it. So excited, in fact, you guys will hear this song in full today on the pod. Here shortly. Maybe maybe two times. We may close with it. I don't care. Oh, let's do it. All right. Hey, you're going to hear this bitch twice. (laughs) Cool? Cool. Cool. And, um... I'm stoked about it. What we're gonna do and what what I wanna do with it because I do I love this song. I love why I wrote it. I love how it's set up. I love how my producer set it up because he's the musical guru. I just do the I just do the yelling and the singing and the talking. And um I'm I wanna historical. what I wanna do is I wanna I wanna let you guys hear it in full and then we're gonna talk about it a little bit, very briefly. Um and by very brief, it could be an hour. You never know with us. Um but <laughs> After that, we got a few things we're gonna touch on in the uh, in the sports world, in the meme world, in the viral world. We're gonna get some takes on that, and then we're gonna get the hell out of here, you know, because I got some warzone to play with my buddies. So,
1: um, I got some dinner to eat. Oh, for real, bro. Yo,
0: hey, okay, actually, another
1: side note. <laughs> here we go. Here Sorry, we go. no, no, i
0: serious. This is the last thing. I swear to God. Yo, so this I don't is, care. It's a this listeners. Is, this is I don't care, listeners. If you don't like it, skip. There's a skip button. Just skip. Just skip. All right. But if you want a cool take on meal prepping, three chicken breasts, crock pot, cup and a half of water, high cook, two and a half hours. You can put whatever season on it you want. Literally, it shreds. You have shredded chicken for the entire week, maybe even a that's, week and a half, two weeks. Stuff. Literally, and it's already cooked. You can put it in the fridge for however long you need it to be there. and. It won't go bad. It's awesome. That's what I've been doing, and it is an absolute game changer because I know a lot of people just flat out go get fast food because they're too damn lazy to make the food themselves. You do it one, literally one day of the week. That's all you got to do, and you're done. Do it Sunday. You're not going to be doing anything. Do it Sunday. You're literally done after that. You're done, and I've been doing it, and it's a game changer. I love it. All right, let's dive into this song. This song it's called This Town. I wrote it about a year and a half ago now, dude. Uh, I planned on I planned on releasing it last year, and then COVID hit, and I was like, there's no real use. But things are opening up, vibes are high, and um, I'm super stoked about it. Um, it's called This Town. I'm not even going to give you a preview of what it's about because I just want you guys to guess. Uh, this Town by yours truly. Let's dive into it.
2: take you back home to where I'm from. It won't take but a minute or two. A little no-name town out of band. People just like me and you. It's home of the peaches and good old boys that worked hard for what they got. It was just a It's helped raised by the town. It helps mold them every day. They might drink a little beer and dip a little snuff, but those things won't get in the way. But treating people like you won't be treated
0: So that's my newest song. It's called This Town and um, releases next Friday, or I think it's, it's at midnight. But also, like, dude, if you stay up to listen to my stuff at midnight, you're you're wild. You know, like, hey, you're getting here. Just wake up on Friday morning and give it a listen. You know, you ain't got to do all, nothing crazy. We all got work in the morning and shit. So, well, um, I mean,
1: it's Memorial Day weekend. So if you're drunk on Thursday night or if you're driving down to the beach, hold on.
0: That's the truth, bro. Hold on. So Memorial Day is Monday, right?
1: Not this Monday, the next Monday. Right.
0: But it is on a Monday. Like,
1: yeah, just making sure.
2: That let's
0: get it. I think I'm off that day. <laughs> gang, gang. Um, I am too. So, yeah, dude. That is my um. That is my fourth song, dude, and um, I couldn't be any more excited about it because it's a song that I wrote. Um, literally, I was just laying in bed and uh, <laughs> and I was just messing around. And um, if you ever heard the song, can't you see? can't you see oh can't you see what that woman's been doing to me that one right um the chord progest- the chord progression's identical and i was just playing it because i was just trying to i was trying to brush up on i was just trying to brush up on the songs that we do in our band set and right. uh just because i was trying to get to be a better guitarist because i'm ass so uh <laughs> i was just playing the guitar and fiddling around i was like yeah this i could definitely do something with this you know like and um, if you hear Can't You See, it? it has a little, it has that vibe to it for sure. And I, yeah, I definitely don't, does. I don't, I'm not going to not admit that. It definitely does. Um, that is the, that is part of the inspiration behind it. But the other part was I always wanted to write a song about where I'm from uh, and just kind of give everybody and kind of paint a picture of that. And um, I know I, it says, I love this town, you know, I love this town. And, and I do say that, but the last verse was the most important for me. Because the first two, it paints a picture of how the town is and, and the vibe that it is and that's what I was raised in. But the last one was important to me, even though it's shorter, it's kind of a it's kind of like a pre-course, honestly. Um But uh it's important to me because I was always different than your status quo where I was from. Um I I was always I, I wasn't that I wasn't the kid that, that was that was doing all the hunting and the fishing and, and the the more country redneck shit that just wasn't my cup of tea um I, w- I wasn't that but i feel like the song is for everybody that still has appreciation from where they're from even though they aren't a part of that status quo because i don't love the town because i don't love the town for what what the status quo is i love the town because that town gave me my set of values and i like to have a habit have i like to think i have a decent set of values so Um, it's very important to me because I wasn't like everybody else there, but I still wanted to show an appreciation for my hometown because it made me who I am. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I, you got to mention Dairy Delight shit. We had three of them hoes in, in you know, (laughs) there was, there was a Dairy Delight on every corner. We had one up on the Hill, one going to baseball and then one in Thorsby up the road. It was just that 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 was the vibe, you know. You got the you got the chicken it, I mean, a lot of guys called it the chicken shop for what, hey, you know, whatever it is. I feel like that's the same <laughs> amount of syllables as 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 Dairy Delight. But whatever, it's not that easy. It's not easier to say chicken shop, but they that's just what they called it. But you know, you get your vanilla milkshake and a chicken sandwich or some chicken strips and, and you and you go to practice. That's just what we did. And um, that was a huge part of of my life is just as, as 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 part of as part of the routine that I would do. Um, because it was on the way to the field. That's just what we do, and and um and and then and then you got you got your you, you got to mention a Friday night light. You got to mention the high school football games. Um, I never really played football. I say I didn't. Hell, I was I, I played my You're the fucking quarterback. I, 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 I was the quarterback my my sophomore year, but I mean I I played one year, one full year. I mean I didn't. I'm not gonna consider myself a football player. I, I wasn't. Um. Right. You uh, you, you got to mention that, and because it was a vibe, dude. Yo, we were running out to eye of the tiger, yo. Crowd would get lit, <laughs> shit, and it it was cool, dude. It was it was it's a cool vibe when you're growing up, and and I was in the stands for the last few years, so it was cool to it was cool to be a part of that, and uh, to get to see my buddies perform out there, and that was cool, and and. And uh, it was a. It's it's just it's a song that I wanted to to share because that is that is that song is the vibe. That is the Clanton vibe. But also, I feel like that's the vibe for a lot of towns. I feel like that is the vibe for a lot of smaller, more rural areas. And that's the reason I say in the chorus, "Where is your town?" Because that's your holy ground. But just meaning. That is that is gonna be who you are. That is gonna be your central values and core no matter what. No hey, like it or like it or hate it, love it or hate it. That's just gonna be who you are. You're gonna be conditioned and 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 you're gonna be influenced by the people in the community. And um I, I wanted to show appreciation for that. I gotta hit my buddy up. He actually does a video. Um and we're gonna do probably a um a more low key music video of uh of Clan and of of that song and and we're gonna walk around the town and, and and do that. So that's gonna be tight. But uh yeah, man, I'm super stoked about the song. Uh I, I think this 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 one will resonate with a lot of people in our area. Uh and uh I'm stoked about it, man. I couldn't be I couldn't be more excited.
1: Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it's my favorite one so far, uh, out of the four. Yeah. And it's it's just a different vibe than, you know, shoot or what happens next. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one that are like, you know, a little bit slow, not really slower, but they're more, they're a little bit different than that. Like what happens next is more about you. We already talked about this before it right. was about, you know, how you were going to propose and do all that. Right. Um. So this one, you know, that's some more relatable stuff right here. What you're mentioning for is sure. this is anybody that's from the South for the most part, even, even me being in the suburbs of Atlanta. I mean, it's still like, what you're saying is not. It rings not true. Long. Yeah,
0: it's, it rings true. hundred yeah. percent.
1: No doubt. I mean, not even from a small town at all. I mean, you can be from big city and still feel that way. Your values come from where you live, your condition. And no matter where you go, no matter where you're at, that's how you're going to be.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. So,
1: I mean, that, and, and it's just, it's a good song. I thoroughly agree with you on that. And it's something that can end up on the radio if it really took off, That'd be, to be honest with you.
0: I know, um... This coming Friday, I'm going to be doing at 9 a.m. I don't know if you – I don't even know. You may not know either, but you know the Paul Feinbaum show on Jocks? Right. Jocks 94.5 or whatever?
1: Yeah, you've told me this.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be playing uh, that song on 94.5 uh, at 9 a.m. that uh, on that Friday morning, and um, that's going to be sick. Yo, That's going yeah, to be, be huge. Sick. My buddy works there, and um, he he's, he, uh, he asked me if I wanted to be on there, and I was like, whoa. Good God, I'll be there every Friday if you need me to be,
1: you know? Yeah. Hey, I'll be a guest show. I'll write a song a week.
0: I will write one song a week if you need me to. I don't care. Uh, I'll do it. But, um, yeah, I'm doing that. And um, we're going to get the word out on this one, dude. I'm excited. Another part of another part of influencing relative to production, in my mind, was um that song uh, Georgia by yeah. uh, Job Fortner, if y'all haven't heard that. That,
1: that actually is a very good comparison. Yeah. You know how much us two love that song, dude. So.
0: Such a banger, dude. Such a banger song. Job's such an undervalued artist, in my opinion. The guy can belt.
1: And, uh, um, did I tell you he was freaking playing under my apartment on one some random Thursday night and I didn't even know? That's so dope. It's so just depressing that I wasn't able to go because <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yeah, that's tough. He's a stud.
0: Um, I got, I got, I did. Um, if you feel it, so like once I tell you this, you will like, holy shit, that makes sense. But it was uh, Georgia and then um, the kick drum. Is uh, I, I wanted it to be just low key stripped down to just a kick and a guitar for uh, cover me up. So, you know, like um, the Morgan Wallen rendition of cover yeah. me up. So, when it comes in, hold on, let's go, let's just skip around real quick.
1: So, listen to the like when you
0: hear this, so you got the cover me up feel, and then the kick comes in the uh, chorus. I wanted a deeper, like a deeper, more ringing bass kick. Yeah. And that's what we accomplished. Oh, yeah. So you're going to feel that if you got a sub in the car. That's for sure.
1: Hey, um, hey, we got a sub. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah, dude, I'm a, I'm excited about it, bro.
1: I'm excited. And I think, dude, from now on, as long as I'm releasing music, I think this is what we're going to do. We're just going to talk about Absolutely. it. I mean, remember when we started this, just talking to me and you, this is what we were always planning on doing. Hundred percent, yeah, no doubt about
0: it. I'm stoked for and it, bro. And of course, the bullshit. Yeah, yeah so. obviously, obviously. I'm stoked. I mean, that's just us. Next week, bro. Next Friday, that's when it releases. Um, and I hope just shit just flat out gets out of hand.
1: You know. Hey, I, I think I think we're gonna get flat out out of hand. I think we're gonna get the word out on this one, and we're this one's gonna pop. That'd be tight. We're gonna get on a few Spotify playlists, and we're gonna go from there. Dude, imagine,
0: imagine being on Hot Country. That'd be
1: awesome. I mean, not
0: going to happen, but. (laughs) Wishful thinking, but hey. A a man can dream. There's literally no chance I'm going to be on it. But if I did, that'd be crazy, dude. That'd be crazy. Hey,
1: guys. Hey, guys. I know y'all do a pretty good job of spreading the word, at least about the podcast. Let's do a better job about spreading the word about Cam's music. That's right, dude. That's right. So, yeah, man. Uh, May 28th, next
0: Friday, it is dropping. And boy, am I stoked.
1: Yeah. I mean, like you said, um, I love doing these because it's always interesting to me hearing where the inspiration comes from and that kind of stuff, and hearing the story behind a song because it's not stuff you get to hear a whole lot of. Right. You know, getting the inside baseball on some music stuff is always great. That's what. Um. It's not like it's not like we're getting to Taylor Swift. Oh, she's writing about a breakup. Like, no, this is some relatable shit right here.
0: That's what. Uh. Yeah. That's. I think that's what I think. Not enough artists do that.
1: And that's why I've always, that's why I told you when, once we get you big, that's what this will become. I will all do what I've always wanted that to do.
0: I will or always, always as long this. as I do music, bro, I will always talk about the inspiration behind my songs forever because I think that that's cool, bro. Like, dude, imagine if somebody like Brooks and Dunn sat down and did a podcast and just broke down their albums.
1: That would be sick, yeah. dude. You don't think people would listen to that? That would be badass. Absolutely. You know? And of course, you're going to have your songs where it's just like, hey, we wrote Neon Moon because it was just about some guy being heartbroken and drinking at a bar.
0: That's right, dude. Again, and like,
1: hey, that's all I need to know. Literally, bro, like I wrote a song the
0: other day at a writer's round. I just said, hey, because at a writer's round, you kind of give them a little background on what the song is right? before you play it. I said, yeah, hey, this one's called Heart Attack. And I wrote it while I was cooking dinner one night. And then I started playing because that's sometimes that's just how it happens. It just kind of falls into your into your metaphorical app and you run with it. And then, holy shit, man, this song bangs. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I just wrote that in 10 minutes. And then others, they take months, kind of like Clanton right. was. Clanton took some fine tuning, bro. Clanton did. I, the base of it was written, but I got with my brother and we, we cleaned it up a little bit. Um, and uh, that was the finished product. And, yeah, dude, I'm stoked about it for sure.
1: I know, and then because I've I've only heard a few, and it was like when Theo Vaughn had Morgan Wallen on and uh, Hardy, and then I can't remember the other guy's name,
0: Earl um, or what's his name, uh, yeah, Ernest, Ernest,
1: yeah, and then they're they're sitting there talking about one song. And they're like, yeah, it was it was me. It was like Morgan and, or Ernest and Hardy, and they were like, Morgan was there, and we had a bottle of Jack and. From there, it just it, this whole album got written. It was just like without the bottle of Jack and Morgan being there, that whole album doesn't get written.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And it's
1: just like that's cool stuff to hear. I mean, it, nobody cares about them drinking the Jack because that's just how sometimes some shit goes. But it's just cool hearing that kind of stuff. No so doubt. I think more artists should do stuff like that and do interactive shit with their fans and let them know like, hey, this is why I wrote this song or if they are a songwriter. You know what I mean? Because some artists, they just get a song, and they freaking sing it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And and dude, I'll tell you this, dude, I'll be honest, depending on where obviously depending on where my the music goes for me, hell I could just end up being a demo singer, which I'm totally fine with, by the way. But I would be de- I would be totally comfortable with just sitting in or having writers write songs. Me come in kind of maybe tweak it a little bit, but but ultimately sing other people's music. That would be totally fine with me. As long as it resonates and I feel that song, I would do that. I don't have right. to write every single song that I sing. I think that's a common misconception amongst people that are pursuing music or, or just are ignorant of the music process. A lot of people, bro, a lot of people have ghostwriters. A lot of people have people that write 100%. their shit, and they just sing it because they're great at singing. That's just the way it right. is. Like... If you think Morgan Wallen wrote every single song word for word in that in those dangerous albums, you're just simply incorrect. And it's okay that you're incorrect, but now you know. You know? Right. Like that's just the way it is, dude. Some people some people just get gems that fall into their lap. Like the producer, my producer's wife, um, she wrote, she co wrote Austin for Blake Shelton. Right. And he didn't write that, bro. He just sang it. Guess what? That was his first huge hit. And by huge hit, I mean it's a banger, like billion times platinum. Like it's a huge song. People love that right. song still. It was written 20 years ago, you know. So I mean, that, just, they literally call it, it comes the gift. down to they, it, they call it the gift that keeps on giving in that household because right. they still receive royalty checks today.
1: <laughs> well, it's just like it comes down to who your talents. It's like if you're a really talented writer, yeah, but you're not the greatest singer, then obviously you need to steer in one way. Like here, yep, here's my songs. Make them, a, just make them pop. 100%. Because it's not like you're not going to get paid, pal. You're going to get you're right. paid. Hands but tonight. if you can do both, then that's even better. And then, obviously, you write with people alongside you so you can bounce ideas off right. them. And, hey, you had a different experience than I did, so let's incorporate that into this song. Yeah. Or, hey, I have this idea, let's make it sound like this. It's just, you know, brainstorming stuff along that and just... Group thinks better than than individual thinks No, no doubt about that. that.
0: Everybody co writes. Now that's how you get your foot in the door in Nashville is you write. You don't even sing. You don't go there to exactly. sing. Exactly. It's which is odd, but the reality is is there's not a whole bunch of really good singers. Let's face the facts. Right. There's not a whole bunch of really good singers out there. You know, like the the few that are really good singers. Guess what? They're on billboards now. So they're massive. And but there's hundreds. There's probably a few thousand writers in Nashville.
1: Oh yeah, you know, in circles in Nashville right now. Well, any any anybody that's new that comes up, you just read their bio. Oh, he wrote for four years. Yeah, look at Chris Stapleton, he just, and he just yeah,
0: Chris Stapleton Chris Sta- was singing demos, dude, and now which is it's I'm dumbfounded by that. By the way, when I hear him sing, I'm like, hey man, you should have been singing when you were twelve you know yeah. you're well, he's also crazy
1: because he he was also in i want to say was a steel drivers or something like that before he broke out on his own yeah he, had like a he band, was a yeah. part of a yeah he was in a band and then he broke away and he just blew up yeah yeah yeah. that's what that's, that's just the way it is um but yeah dude i'm stoked about it and um
0: thank you guys for listening to that if you did and if you skipped it shame on you i hate you
1: <laughs> i hate you too because it's a good song man Rude. i'm excited for it um it hey I really think that's that's one of the ones that'll go. I think it's is better in what happens next. Choose and then uh God dang, I can't think of the lot other one. Clouds? Clouds. I even though I do love the sound of clouds, it's just this one, it just a little different. Clouds like is it. one
0: of those songs where you, if the only way that song would blow up is if I was relevant. Because right. like because like it's a slower song, like you can't you, it's not a it, I don't think that it's a casual listen. Like you got to be you got to be invested to listen to that song and really appreciate it because it's like a bluesier. Yeah. It's a blues like you got to get in deeper into the song to feel the layers of it and feel wow, he's layering up to where he's really going after it at 4 minutes right. in, you know, like you, you got to be invested to really appreciate the song. You know, and only yeah. a select like, group of people are doing that obviously i mean look at the numbers so and most yeah. of those people are close to me and that's the only reason that they listen to it in the first place and they're like holy shit this song's incredible
1: but yeah. um yeah and and then like this one and choose those are songs that you know you're on the lake you're driving your car it's windows vibe. down something you can just casually listen to no it's doubt. good no doubt you can sing along to them and it's good to go 100 bro i'm a am
0: stoked for it dude what was that uh there's a song on call of duty it's, it's like an 80s track, though. They have, like, 80s playlists on Warzone. Like, when you get in the car, yeah, you, they have, like, songs that, that it'll play. And um, oh, it's a banger. I forget. But um, I swear, I promise to God, I will have a cover on, of that on my album. I forget what song it was, though. Oh, no. I got to look it up, dude. We can't play it because we will get struck down, buddy. But.
1: <laughs> We've already done that too many times. Cod, Warzone, 80s. Tracks, but um, so let me go ahead and ask this question while you're doing yeah, that. Yeah. When or when can we expect the next one? And I'm gonna assume the next one. I would assume is Heart Attack, dude. I'll be honest. One after this one, it's gonna be difficult to record
0: because I would right. have to fork out some cash, bud. Really, I'm talking about yeah, like the More first than three than that we've already talked. The first three that I dropped were it'll be the same price as those three, and okay, that price is not cheap. So no, it's not.
1: I mean, you get what you pay for, but I mean, the guy, I mean, he's legit, right? He's he's fucking legit. Yeah, I mean,
0: he's legit, but it's just, I can't, I mean, right now I'm in no way, shape or form in a position to be able to do that, dude. I won't be able to do that for a while. And this is why we want to open our own studio. Dude, wouldn't that be wild, bro?
1: It'd be great. I'd love to be able to do this in person. That would be
0: sick. Oh, where is it? Um. Not that, one, not that one. Anyway, it's
1: I, I can't find the name of it. It's
0: so popular though. Have to though. find it afterwards. It's so popular. Um, is it never gonna? No, it's not. Never gonna give
2: you
1: up. No,
0: it's not that one. It's not that one. No, that's a that's an '80s pop song. That's true. That shit that shit bangs, that Loki. Um, oh,
1: no, that's a great song. Where is
0: it, dude? I'm dead set on this. Literally, it's not take. It's not take on
1: me. Well, no, that's that would be part of my take.
0: Um. <laughs> Not that, I'm so devastated, bro. I'm legitimately devastated. Not, it's not a.
1: Um, maybe shout.
0: Whatever. You know what? Whatever. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk about other shit. What else we want to talk about, bro?
1: Uh, we have to talk about a viral video.
0: Yeah, that guy got caught. He got cold. Kept.
1: I uh, believe this was a Padres game, and another fan walks up to a fan. Just, hey, this is what happens when there's 50% capacity. People can actually hear you. And, you know, when you start arguing, you get some drunk fans. Someone's going to get knocked the fuck out. And I don't think I've seen a dude go just jelly on his legs like that (laughs) in a very long time.
0: Yeah, he got stars, bro. He hit his button perfect. That's for sure.
1: And my favorite part is, is after he hits him, he kind of, you know, backs, just backpedals, puts his hands up like, are you entertained? That's, and then, of course, it gets swarmed by, like, six guys.
0: Of course he does, but also good for him. You know, like, yeah. hey, man, I want to see what led up to that. That's what I want to see. I
1: do, too. I do, too. I want to know, like, what was said. And of course, it's like, hey, man, you fucking suck. Well, no, you fucking suck. And then just some stupid shit like that. Alcohol gets involved. You can actually hear each other. And, hey, when there's an empty row and you're just maybe – Twenty seats down from each other hey it's, it's game on
0: yeah that was nutty bro he literally starched this dude like he he yes. just he went full stiff as soon as he hit him with that one right hook he just hit him right on the button and he just stove up and fell over bro
1: yep just stepped into it right hook to the temple and sleep i wonder how that guy's feeling right now getting just absolutely memed just absolutely lit up for, what, I want to say at least 24 hours, right? That was at least viral for 24 hours, and everybody saw that shit. And there was different angles. Yeah, The favorite angle is literally not the main one that you saw where you saw the guy walking the entire time. It's literally somebody sitting right in the middle, and he just walks right by, knocks the dude out. You see the guy just go sleep, and then he just walks back. That's so great.
0: What a gangster move, though. He's got that... Dude, he's got that till he dies now, dude. He's got a whole, he's got a, he's got a really memorable
1: moment. You know, that's kind of cool. Hey, he's internet famous for a long time, even though he's going to get sued the fuck. Yeah. Out. No doubt. And get charged with some, some assault and battery. There is absolutely no doubt about that. But. I mean, you just don't start somebody like that nowadays. And was it. Go viral. In your opinion, was it worth it? Yes or no. I mean, man, I I mean, everybody's talked about this thing. So, yes. (gasps) Dude. Now, will he get any benefit from this? Absolutely not. Of course not, dude. Unless he started his own content creation shit where he's like, I'm the dude and knocked out the dude and just was uh, just an electric personality. Then, yeah, but probably not in his case. Yeah, it's not looking good. I will say that. I don't know. I will say this sparked a lot of shit because, I mean, stadiums across are lifting mass mandates, 100% capacity. And when you get people back in stands watching sports, drinking alcohol, drinking beer, you got opposing fans right next to each other again, what is going to happen? There's been fights left and right at hockey games, basketball games, baseball games. It's been entertaining. It feels like the world's finally getting back to normal.
0: I like that. That's a good description. <laughs> we're finally getting back to normal. Wow.
1: We're having fights in stands. We're having cups, cup snakes at Cubs games. Like, hey, we're getting back to it. Yeah, it's,
0: um, sheesh. We are getting, but have hey, we, have we, have we been to full capacity yet? What do you mean? Any, in any stadium? Yeah, but the Braves I mean, are the Braves capacity. full.
1: Braves. Yeah, we've been full capacity for two or three weeks now.
0: That's awesome. You notice yeah, nobody's nobody's dead. reporting the COVID COVID rates anymore
1: because it's it's just decreasing. Texas was the fucking first example of this shit. Texas, and then the uh, UFC fight a couple weeks ago or a month or two ago, back in April, down in Jacksonville.
0: Do you, did anybody in those stadiums the first few weeks, or has anybody gotten COVID from those those stadiums, yes or no?
1: It hasn't been reported on. I mean, there's it has to have happened, right, though? You would think. You would think at least one, you know? Yeah. You'd think one, but, hey, who's going to actually report that? And how the hell are you actually going to know it's from the, from the game? Right. You know? right, 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 right. You could have got it before. You could have got it after. Who knows?
0: I refuse to believe in contact tracing. Also, I don't know enough. I don't know enough about contact tracing to
1: understand it so i mean obviously yeah. well, i can, I mean, I can the science I can, has just changed so much
0: i can literally use my contacts because and understand what contact tracing is but also how like how how are you how are you tracing this contact you know i need to understand
1: <laughs> well they have special wrist bracelets that track you for anybody that's been around you it beeps is that dead serious well, that was, that's what they did at the NBA bubble. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, it was like if you were within six feet of somebody within it for like 10 seconds, it would start beeping your wrist, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. But, hey, we don't have to live through that anymore because there's no mask mandates anymore if you're vaccinated. So get your vaccine, people, if you want to live your normal life. Imagine but also, imagine it, just
0: forcing a vaccine on people.
1: Yeah. Sheesh, dude. I mean, that's kind of what they're saying course they
0: are they're holding it's like
1: they're holding his ransom but also at the same time who's actually going to check your vaccine card nobody a vaccine card is that serious yeah you don't know that you haven't seen the pictures of when you get vaccine vaccinated you get a little card of course not dude yeah so if you get vaccin there it's like a whole thing about like a vaccine tracing like if you've been vaccinated you have to show a card to go into a business it's like Screw that. I mean, that's that's 100% against HIPAA, and I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's actually wild, bro. Yeah, like I'm not going to show you my papers. That's not happening. That's actually kind of what? Yeah, I haven't had to deal nutty, with but that. No, I mean, it, it's not happening right now. I think Oregon's the first one to try and implement this, where they're saying businesses can require this if they lift their mass mandates, but if they keep a mass mandate, then they don't have to do it. It's kind of stupid, and it's just some stupid. I, it's just I don't want to talk about it because it's, it's politics, and I'm done talking politics on this podcast because it's just fucking pointless. You're right, you're right, you're right. So let's talk about Shohei Tony. All right, do you mean the best player of all time, the Mister Babe Ruth himself, dude? Wow. What? Now my question to you: He's leading the league in home runs at 14. He's got a 2.1 ERA. Granted, he only pitches about five innings every outing and he pitches like every two weeks. So it's not like he's going out there and pumping seven innings for you every fucking five days. Right. But because it's just not sustainable to do that. And I mean, the guy's throwing a hundred miles per hour and he's hitting fucking bombs.
0: He's definitely hitting bombs.
1: That's now, is it sustainable over like, let's say a 15, 20 year career? Cause he's only 23. Um, uh, maybe I did. I'm not putting anything past this kid, dude. You know, like, can't the <sighs> thing is he's got to stay healthy. That's important because he's already had TJ. He's already had TJ. That's, he sat out a lot of last year because of it.
0: And that's good if he's already got TJ. Then he's chilling.
1: He's chilling for at least for another decade. Part. Yeah, I just it's to me. I, I think it'll wear on him physically, not mentally. I mean, if you can, if he can do it, I think when he's young, I think by the time he hits thirty, it's going to be like, all right, man, I got to make a decision. I either drop bombs or I throw hundred. Right. It's one of the two. Why don't you think that he because can sustain both? Just physically, man. The body t- deteriorates. I just don't think it's going to be sustainable on the legs every night. If he's out there every single night playing, or even if he's just DHing, it's a lot on your legs to hit and then go and pitch. What do you think? I mean, cuz Babe Ruth even he even just quit pitching cuz he was pretty he was a pretty good pitcher and then he just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to go hit."
0: Right. I don't know, dude. I w- if anybody can do it, bro, it's him. Have you seen that dude's I mean, arms?
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, the dude's...
0: Dude, they called him... Dude, it was so funny. They called him Swole Tony, bro, bruh. It, Otani <laughs> or whatever. That shit was funny.
1: And think about this. This guy took a risk because most most Asian players, they'll either play in the KBO or in the Jap- Japanese leagues for four or five years, and they'll come over. They'll be 28, 29-year-old rookies. Yeah. So he took a risk, said, screw it. I'm going to go play in the best league there is, the MLB. I'm going to play high level baseball, the highest level you can reach. And I'm going to go I'm going to go for it. And he took the risk and look at him. He's taking over the fucking league.
0: He's a unit, bro. He's a unit. I he hope he's not a shooting star leader. though. You know like I hope he's yeah. not a I hope he doesn't fizzle out because he is a lot of fun to watch. He's a giant. He's literally huge by the way. Like people don't understand how big yeah. this dude is. He is huge. He's like 6'4", 6'5", 240. He's
1: huge. So, here's my thing that's going to be interesting now for the next, like, two months. Mike Trout just got hurt. Yep. He's out for two months, at least. So, now, he doesn't have that safety net of Trout being before him to where they can't, you know, right. pitch. Ar- now, they can pitch around him. Before, they couldn't do it because they had to pitch around Trout. You don't want to pitch around another guy after you do that to Trout. 100%. So. Now he is the guy for that team, which is, let's just be honest, the Angels aren't the best team there is. So it's interesting now to see how he's going to get pitched. But ever since Trout's gone hurt, he's hit two bombs in two games. So Is he, you think
0: he's but the think. guy over Rendon?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, statistically I'd he is, that. but
0: in terms of establishment, he's not, right? I mean.
1: No, I mean, Rendon, like you said, he's, he's established, he's a good vet, but he even has been banged up. Really? He just came off the I.L., Came off 10-day. That's so rough, dude. It's a – you just went mute. Um, It's a it's an interesting thing this year where everybody's getting hurt. Right. I And I think it's because of last year, to be honest with you. What about it? I just don't think – I just think because of the shortened season. Yeah. That you take – I mean, think about it. You take like a whole year off. I mean, pre- practically took a whole year off. Your body's not used to this many games this early on. Plus, you got another half of the season. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen because there's, I mean, left and right, there's so many guys on the I.L. I've noticed that, dude. That's the
0: reason Peacock's getting his chance, man.
1: Yeah, speaking of, Peacock last night against the Dodgers. Head-to-head against the Hall of Famer. Yes, five and a third. How many hits? You said three?
0: Uh, I think he gave up three hits, one earned.
1: Yep, four Ks and one earned run.
0: I mean, gave it one and they lost because they can't hit. But, dude, that's so cool. Like, he had another – He's that's two quality starts in a row.
1: Yep. Pump for our guy, Peacock. Keep it up, dude. That's for sure, um, bro. Well, Like I saw when you were already here in Atlanta, if you're ever in town again, to catch catching that game because, buddy, you can throw.
0: Dude, his shit is stupid, bro. Well,
1: it's like you were saying before, the, the first time you face him, it's just impossible.
0: No, I mean, you're not hitting him. That's for sure. Hey, maybe one yeah. or two times through, maybe, but you're not hitting him. You're not hitting him consistently, bro.
1: Yeah. I would love to get his take on this. I would love to know what him and maybe some of the other guys in the league think about this. So, the other night, your mean, Yermon, I Yermon the guy for the White Sox right. hits that 3-0 bomb off, uh, off a catcher who's throwing 47 off a 3-0 count. And his manager... Oh, sorry, he, it was 15-4. And Tony LaRusso, the manager of the White Sox, came out and said that it, it's wrong and he's going to have to endure consequences inside the house, within the clubhouse. And it, and then he doubled down on it the next day. It's This is your own player and you're not defending him because, hey, the other team sucks so bad, they had to throw a catcher who's throwing a lollipop 47-mile-per-hour fastball. I don't care if you gave him the take sign. In a time where there's arbitration and guys are they're losing money going to arbitration just for not hitting their incentives. So the guy hits a bomb, that could make him $100,000. That could be the difference between 29 and 30 bombs or 39 and 40 I mean, that's a big stat. Yeah, it is. Hell, even hitting going for 278 to 280 in the batting average. Like, it's just, or 99 to 100 RBIs. Like, again, it's just incentivated things. Like, hey, I'm sorry they sucked. Well, that's not bad sportsmanship. Sorry this isn't a nine-year-old baseball team. I really doubt you know? that the other team cared. Well, they threw at him the next day.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the interesting part for me.
1: Yeah. And well, I will give them credit. They didn't do it until the seventh inning, but he still got through it.
0: Like it was definitely intentional.
1: Yeah, I mean, it went directly behind him. Oh yikes! I mean, I've I've seen some bad pitches before, and I've me as a ten year old threw a ball behind somebody unintentionally. But we're talking about a professional baseball player here. Yeah, that's a fair point. That is a super fair point. So. I mean, we've seen some guys who are wild and throwing some balls high, but I've never seen somebody unintentionally throw a ball behind somebody. <laughs> a fastball, too.
0: Yeah, not in the big leagues, dude. That's literally what you're there for.
1: Yeah, so I, I would love to get his take and maybe some other guys' takes, too. I just, these unwritten rules and the old way of baseball, it's just dead. It's what's killing the game. It needs to die. And and it's like when people get mad about guys, like Acuna last night hits a walk-off home run. Fucking went nuts. He pimps it, looks at the looks at the, his own teammates. He's like, it's over, it's over, I told y'all it was over, and freaks out as he's going down the first. And there are guys who fucking hate that shit. Oh, yeah. And guess what? Little kids, the, ki- the people that you're trying to influence to get to love the game, love that shit.
0: They do, man. I love it. They do. There ain't no doubt
1: about that. It's just I don't like the policing. And, hell, Trevor Bauer... Guy that I'm not the biggest fan of. I think he's kind of a douchebag. Just because, just for some shit. I just, this me personally, but he actually said, like, hey, and I'll just say it just in a dumbed down way. He said, simply be better. Be better I'll n- never be mad at you for, for hitting a home run like Literally. that.
0: Really? He wasn't even just mad at Tatis be when he mocked him. Yeah. And that's gangster as hell, dude. If you can take your medicine, gangster. That's what that is.
1: Yeah. I will give him props because he didn't. He didn't do anything. He didn't. He didn't the bitch also, and
0: moan. He wore it, bro. He took his medicine.
1: It's like, hey, if you're gonna be a douche, got to take your medicine sometimes. That's the truth, bro.
0: And he knows that. And I, that's yeah. the reason I like him. Because that guy is. Yeah. He's not afraid to speak his mind, but he also he takes his medicine, bro. When it happens.
1: Yeah, it's just some things that can go a little too far when it comes to certain things. I don't know. I, there was a video a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it's high school or college, but this kid hits a home run, and he's literally he turns around, literally slings his bat like an axe all the way back to his back to his dugout, and then it just that to me is just too much. Who did? It was just this video that went wild on Twitter, and people were like this is what baseball needs. It's like you don't need a dude throwing a bat forty feet. I'm sorry, that's you can pimp it and freak out and have a good time with it, but you don't need to throw a bat. And jump ten feet in the air. I'm sorry, you don't need to do that. That's just, that's some
0: that's some salesmanship for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's not the way I went about the game, but hey, I love the fact that people are showing emotion because, like, when you do something cool, fucking celebrate it. It's important, no doubt about that. Just don't
0: take it too far. It is extremely. It's like important. when a DB
1: breaks up a ball. That or when a receiver drops a ball and a DB gets up and freaks out, stands over top of him and waves his hand like incomplete, like, first off, you didn't do anything. Right. So it's just when you can take some shit overboard.
0: There's definitely a line. That's when it I can, mean, definitely. There's a line. There's definitely a line. There's a line. 100%. I
1: agree with you there. But unless you're in a situation where it's like the Jose, the Joey Bats, the Jose Bautista a few years ago where he hits that bomb in the playoffs, throws a bat 10 feet in the air. Yeah, because it was a fucking bomb in a big situation. Huge that's awesome. Si- the biggest situation. I'm pretty sure it was a walk off, wasn't it? Yes.
0: It was literally a walk off, like, Jimmy awesome. Jackson, buddy, in the playoffs.
1: And then he absolutely got smoked by Ruggenado door a couple years later at second base. He did get starts by Ruggenado. <laughs>
0: didn't he go to the? Didn't he go to the Yankees?
1: Odor or Bautista. Rognad. I don't know. Odor's been kind of all over the place. I know Batista's jumped around. He was with us for a little bit. He was with the Mets for a little bit. He, I think he's not even playing anymore. I could be wrong.
0: I'm trying to find a picture <laughs> of Ned.
1: Just look up that picture, uh, Odor versus Batista. No, no,
0: no. I'm looking for the Yankees picture because he's not allowed to have a beard.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid rule. What a absolutely dumb rule. All right, I got one more baseball thing to talk about, and then we'll move on to Elon Musk crashing the crypto tank mar- or cryptocurrency market, okay. and that'll be we'll just wrap it up from there. Um, why are there so many no hitters this year? There's been six already. I was gonna. We're not even two months. I in. was
0: gonna talk about this. Um, I'm letting you know, dude. We got to back the mounds up. Hey,
1: I agree. Hundred. percent We
0: have to back the mounds up. Here's the. How reason. How far do you back them Here's up? Here's
1: the reason. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe three feet. I don't know. Because I, I, I was talking to Billy about it last night. It's like, you back it up one foot. What's that do? It gives you a little bit longer to see it, but you're still guys throwing 99. That's just throwing 98. Literally.
0: Dude, all right. So this is, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> the reason that we have to make adjustments to pitching and not hitting is because pitching...
1: Human evolution.
0: Literally, you're evolving your body. Right. So like kids are these the human anatomy is evolving to throw harder. That's just the, these kids are learning – the science is getting better to learn how to throw right. harder when you're hitting you're just you're just using a bat, you know? Like there's It's
1: all reaction. You're literally
0: just using a a a bat. A piece of wood. You, you can evolve your maybe your hand eye, you know, but that doesn't make you don't make you a better hitter. No. You know like Throwing harder, don't care what anybody says, makes you a better pitcher. You're more difficult to hit. Right. The pitching is evolving because we're humans and we're evolving over time. And hitting can't keep up.
1: Right. That's just the
0: bottom line. You have to make adjustments. We're going to be, at, dude, in 20 years, baseball is going to be in a weird spot, bro.
1: A hundred percent. It's going to be like guys pitching from like 60 feet back or 67 feet back, 69 feet and Still throwing ninety five.
0: It's gonna be in a very, very interesting spot, dude. I'm um, you gotta back the mounds up because that's the only way to do it.
1: Gotta get rid of the shift. Gotta get rid of the shift because I mean, last night I'm sitting there, pretty good seats, and you see the shift, and it's every single hitter. That's another. Yeah, that's another thing. That's
0: another thing is that these play. They these we're finding loopholes to get outs, and um, which. Good for teams for doing it. Yeah, but also that's not the way the game was meant to be played. No, I can promise you the founding fathers of of baseball didn't want it to be played at you know like with the shift and all that
1: shit. Dude, dude, how many times did you ever shift in your career outside of the outfield? Like, how many times do you see the infield do that?
0: Uh, I saw Bulger on a few strong lefties. I saw him get in the grass a few times. But I'm not talking about – he's not shallow right center. He's in the grass to give himself right. more time to make a play at second. Right, That's
1: which that's fine. I, I would start on the grass too and then take two or three steps forward as the pitch was coming. Sure. That's what I did at second base as well. I'm not playing right center field. Yeah. Or literally right, shallow right just like you said. Like I wouldn't. And and Coach Lucky, he would move
0: guys. Obviously, you move guys. But right. But he would move them. He'd be like, hey, Bounty. We're gonna, he, He'd point left, and, and Bounty would move. He would start walking until he said stop. He might have moved six feet in either direction, max, maximum.
1: Right. You always shade a little left, a little right, depending on who the hitter is, but you never wanted to give up the middle too much.
0: Right, and it's just... Uh, and, of
1: course, your your second base would follow too, but you're not... I'm not standing behind, directly behind second base.
0: Yeah, the shift's... That shit's the shift's whack, ridiculous. Bro. Some guy...
1: Like, uh, I've seen how many countless hits this year where a guy smokes it right back up the middle, ground ball, you're like, yes, that's a good hit. No, fucking guy right there. Yeah. And to be honest, you're not getting as many good plays out of it either, which is part of baseball that people love is fucking highlights. Yeah, no doubt. You're not getting that dive up the middle or the sick backhand because guess what? He's just standing there already.
0: Yeah, it's cool that it's cool that you know humans are smart enough to figure out tendencies and, and adapt accordingly, but also like it takes a lot of it, a lot of the game out of the game.
1: Yeah, you can I mean, make an it's, argument it's that just, it makes
0: it takes a lot, it puts a lot, it puts even more game in the game, but also it just makes the game more boring because there's not as many
1: hits. And got and pitchers are too dominant, and now people rely too much on the home run. I think we've put way too much emphasis on the home run. Hey, guess what? A single is just as good as a double. And the thing is, and guess what? That's, the, that's what they've had to do though. That's the only way to score runs now because
0: it's almost yeah. impossible to string hits together. Oh, I know.
1: A big inning is just that's home run the reason they
0: that's the reason everybody's teaching launch angle now is because they know <laughs> the only way to get runs in the big leagues is a bloop a bloop and a blast. You know, yep. the only way to record a big inning or a big hitting or crooked number is maybe work a walk and hit a bomb. Exactly. Literally, people are more it's, worried about power numbers, because the game. Batting average is irrelevant now because everybody bats batting average. Dude, batting three hundred is a
1: miracle year. Oh, I know. That's why when you get guys that are doing things like, Austin Riley's having a fucking year right now. He's hitting 294. Like, that's impressive as shit. It's a good year. And what, like, Otani's doing, too. Like, the shit's impressive. And it, it gives you a better appreciation for Mike Trout, who does it every single year. Yeah, I mean, he's the best. But um... But um. And again, I've always, and I've said this since the shift has been a thing, just hit against it. But the way that the game is now, you own one side of the plate. It's impossible with guys throwing ninety nine to be able to re- read and react and say, "All right, I'm going to hit it the other way." Oh shit, it's on my hands. Right. So it's just getting hard, man. They got to change it up because I'm sorry, nobody wants to watch a pitching duel. I'm I appreciate it. I mean, I, I love the fact that Kluber went out and threw a no hitter last night. That's cool. But damn, we cannot be having six no hitters. In a month and a half of the season. Yeah, it's not it's not cool anymore because it's it's expected, you know. Yeah, it's just like oh shit. I mean, the Braves last night were getting no hit until the fifth or the fourth, and it was just like damn, that shouldn't be this hard to get a
0: hit. It but it is, dude. We got to get away with the shift. We got to back mounds up. We got to do something. I, I, I'm not gonna give you a definitive answer. Like there's no there's no concrete solution. But there is, there are things that can be done to at least take steps in the right direction. You
1: know, right? And I think there's still things that they're they're experimenting with, and we've talked about them where they're they're talking. they in one of the leagues are back in the mound back one foot. You got guys they they have a, a rule in one of the in minor leagues or independent ball where four guys have to be touching dirt, which I don't love that rule because you can still shift. You know what no, I mean? You can, shift, you can still do yeah. the shift.
0: Well, I, it, they're doing something, though, and that makes me happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because but also, like what you said, like, Bulger will back up. Like, I'm sorry, if Barry Bonds is up, my ass is standing two feet in the back. And now you're, out. you're, you're That's giving happening.
0: yourself some room for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm not getting smoked in the fucking face by a top spin fast or line drive because you know that thing's coming for your face when it hits and comes back up. Yeah, I'm not into that.
0: I um, I yeah. just, we got to see some change. We got to see some some evolution in the baseball rules because the shift is not it, bro.
1: Nope. And so, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's really all I really want to talk about with that. I mean, the old way, the old style, 72 year old Tony La Russa. Hey man, get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out of here, dude. I'm with you there. No hitters. They're, they're too, it's just expected at this point. It's just fucking dumb.
0: Yep. I'm I'm with you hundred percent. Damn, that's a full podcast, dude. I just looked at I just looked at the timestamp. We'll get
1: the we'll get the crypto next week. Ooh, crypto. Yeah, let's talk about crypto (laughs) next week.
0: Hopefully,
1: we'll talk crypto Memorial Weekend and summer next week.
0: I'm into that. I'm into that.
1: Guys, let's wrap this night. Guys, thank
0: you for hanging out with us, man. Um, thank you guys for listening. If y'all, um, if y'all enjoy the podcast, give us a rate, review, subscribe, like, rate, all that cool jazz. Um, we're doing nothing but growing. Uh, I got a feeling we're gonna have some good numbers this month as well. Uh, and um, man. It's just an exciting time. It's exciting for me personally because I got the song coming out. Uh, it's exciting for the podcast because we are growing. Evidently, I mean, there's no denying that we are 100% growing, right. and um, it's just a good time to be a part of this community. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you, if you know somebody, let them know about this podcast. Uh, I know I'm about to gas it up. Um, like I said, if you aren't subscribed, get the subscription in. It's free. Literally, all it will do is notify you guys if we're uh, if we're getting new episodes on which is every Thursday, every Friday for y'all, every Thursday we record, unless something crazy happens. But, um... I um I, it does happen indeed. I'm a I'm excited for this coming week. I'm excited for uh for this weekend. I hope everybody has a phenomenal weekend. And um that's it on mine episode sixty seven. If you're new, thank you for joining us. If you're loyal, thank you for being back here as always. And we love y'all. Um check out our merch. Check out our our, our social media handles. They're all it's gonna be all there uh, in the descriptions. And um, um thank you guys. Appreciate y'all very much. Awesome.
1: Yep. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Rate. Review. All that fun stuff. If you do, y'all y'all are awesome. That's right. Um, Hey, if you enjoy Cam's music, go hit the follow button on Spotify.
0: That's right, dude. Go yo, right follow after you me. hit
1: subscription for that's us.
0: Important, dude. Follow me, dude. That's when you get. That's how you get updates to my, for my music. Follow me on a uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on uh, on Spotify. That would be awesome. It uh, it means a lot for all the artists out there. Also, if you don't know that, it is very useful for our analytics. It's useful for. For people that are looking at our analytics like record labels and things like that so um it's it's a useful tool man if y'all if y'all can follow me on spotify that'd be fantastic on apple music things like that so appreciate y'all guys i hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend we're gonna end it on my uh, on my original again and um it's called this town let's get it y'all have a great weekend anything else brother
1: nope we won't get copy strict for this one (laughs) (laughs)
2: let me take you back home (laughs) Down and out of Alabama, people just like me and you. It's home of the peaches and good old boys and worked hard for what they got. It was yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am, and no. Wearing kids helped raised by the town It helps mold them every day They might drink a little beer And dip a little snuff But those things won't get in the way Treating people like you won't be treated